Have you ever looked in the mirror and wanted something more? More in business, home life, relationship life? Say word if you agree. Word. In 2019, I created a business for coaches to market in this wacky way, virtual events, all with a seven to seven job. I'm a full-time nurse, by the way. And like you, there were just not enough hours in the day. My partner was feeling alone and generally this wasn't fun anymore. But then I realized I needed to build myself back up, mind, body, soul, and even my business. So I created a show that does just that, interviewing all types of coaches, life, wellness, fertility, career, financial, wealth, and business. Join me on my journey with some of the best coaches who want to empower other coaches to live their best lives and build businesses that fulfill them. My name is Nicole Beatty, and this is Fimpreneur Coach Connection. So, hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me here, Nicole. My name is Christy, and I help working mothers looking to work from home freelance successfully as funnel designers. So today I'm going to be talking about the three main reasons why you're thinking of leaving your nine to five and working from home and the three main ways you can overcome your insecurities or what we call the imposter syndrome as a freelancer. Now, the first section about leaving your nine to five and working from home. So the three main reasons about why you want to quit your job, even if it's something you love doing. The first reason is usually because you don't feel heard. That means you may have worked in a company for one year or even 10 years, but the fact is you don't think your opinion or your voice gets past that first level of management. So sometimes it feels as if you're talking to a wall instead, you know, when you try to give your feedback or when you're trying to voice your frustrations. So when they do listen to your feedback, however, it isn't taken in the manner that it should be. And, you know, they take it perhaps with a tinge of disapproval as if you're a troublemaker of some sort. So instead of feeling empowered after having spoken out, you feel deflated and sometimes hopeless. So this hurts, especially if you're a senior employee who's been there for a long time, right? So this is the first reason why someone will want to leave work, because I think in the long run, this feels very, very demotivating and you feel as if, you know, you're not valued as an employee. And then secondly is a weekend away does not rejuvenate you. So usually we talk about needing breaks and taking some time off work to recuperate and to spend some time with our families. And then this is a great way actually to come back stronger than ever. However, if you've taken the whole week off and you still dread going back to work, then it's highly likely that you're suffering from burnout and short holidays will not take away the fatigue and the cynicism you feel when you think about your work. So burnout is a very real occupational hazard. It is actually defined as a real occupational hazard by WHO, the World Health Organization, and it costs millions of dollars in loss of productivity and time monthly. So this is really serious because, you know, when you, you know, when you talk about needing breaks and you talk about, you know, when you go on the internet and you read about people suffering from burnout, you think, oh no, I'm, I'm suffering from a burnout and I need a medipedi. I need a spa massage. You know, I need to, I need a day off. It doesn't work that way. Burnout is really, really a very severe condition where, you know, you can take a week off and you still don't feel good about going back to work. So the third one is you experience a lack of acknowledgement and gratitude for the amount of work and hours you've been putting in. So no one expects 
you know, feverish thank yous. I know we all know that's literally never going to happen, no matter how much work you've been putting in. However, a sincere and simple thank you can go a long way. And I mean, a really long way. Like an honest thank you for your superior can actually motivate you to keep working well for the next 365 days. And why is that? It's because we want acknowledgement. We want to know that people see what we've been doing. Like they don't have to see every single thing, but at least they need to understand to a certain degree the amount of work we've been putting in. So nothing sucks more than having to work your butt off and then getting passed over for a promotion you well know you deserve. Like we're not being boastful or full of ourselves here when we think we deserve the promotion. We genuinely do think we deserve it, especially when we've continuously brought stellar results to the table over and over for years now. The only thing we may not do well is to suck up to the bosses and thus we're not considered when it comes to opportunities for promotion. So the good thing is it does not have to be this way forever. If this is happening to you and you're really thinking about leaving your nine to five, there is a real opportunity for you to work from home, earn the same amount of money you're earning now, if not more, and eventually be able to leave your full-time job with confidence. So part two. So before I talk more about, you know, the opportunities to work from home, let's talk about, let's talk about part two, how you handle self-limiting beliefs when you think about, you know, leaving your full-time job, the security of a full-time job and trying to make it as a freelancer online, there are tons and tons of self-limiting beliefs we will all experience at some point in time. So when we start freelancing, it is only natural to feel as if you're totally out of your comfort zone. And that's because you are. So you're not in the same space of authority you used to be in where you handled your work with confidence and assurance. So you start feeling all sorts of things, feeling as you've started freelancing too late. We call that ageism and where you're surrounded by people much younger than you are. So before this, where you had work literally handed to you, now you feel as if you have to chase clients for work. You no longer feel confident if we, even if you do good stuff because you're so new to the freelancing space that you fear rejection, you fear ridicule, and you fear bad testimonials from clients. So let's bust some of those insecurities of imposter syndrome. So first thing is ageism. So when you think about, oh no, you know, I'm maybe in my mid thirties, I'm in my late thirties, you know, everyone around me are in their twenties. What am I doing here with a bunch of kiddos? Well, you are meant to be exactly where you are right now. In the world of digital marketing, there is no right time. You are right where you belong. You have to remember this. There is a reason why you chose to leave your full-time job at that particular moment and why you chose to freelance at this particular moment. So it doesn't matter if someone's older than you or younger than you, there is no one like you. You are unique in a way that will draw the right people to click with you. And thinking this way, you know, ageism, while normal, it is unhealthy and will only give you unnecessary emotional stress, right? So remember to tell yourself you are in the right place at the right time. Everybody has different journeys, so there is no comparison. Comparing your own journey to other people's journeys will only make it harder on yourself. So the second reason why we have self-limiting beliefs is because you believe that you're too new. Like if you think you're into you, you know, if you think you're too new for this, imagine in one week or two weeks time, you already one or two weeks further down along the yellow brick road than someone who has just started out. Think about that. 
So as long as you're open to learning, no one really cares whether you're new or not. Go in like a tiger, like, give me that experience. You know, like there is no failure, only feedback. And there is no rejection, only experience. So the faster you learn, the faster you ditch your insecurities. And now the third one is, oh no, I have no skills. I don't know how to be a VA. I don't know how to design. I don't know how to handle social media. So you're thinking all of those things, but look at me. I knew nuts about designing and now I earn thousands monthly just doing funnel designing for my clients. Designing isn't just about inspiration and natural talent. There's a science and a structure behind designing that clients will really pay to get for their web pages, their web pages. So, you know, if you talk about no skills, I can tell you, you don't need to worry. Everything is learnable. It's all in your head. It's all in your mindset. If you're really open to learning, really, you can pick up anything and you'll be so amazed if you go down this road and, you know, six months down the road and you look back and you see how far, how very, very far you've come and amount of new knowledge you've picked up along the way will be so, so amazing. Now, I hope these tips have helped you. Like if you weren't sure if you wanted to leave the nine to five because of your limiting beliefs, you now know you absolutely can. And I've got students in their fifties learning designing from me. It's really amazing. And I hope that these points I gave you about wanting to leave your full-time job, you know, sit down and really think if these are the reasons you're feeling demotivated and tired of your work. You know, the last thing we wanted, we want to happen is for you to have regrets um, for leaving your work. So if they are, and but you want to continue working, then find a colleague you can trust and talk to him or her and then talk to your manager about it. Find a solution to your problems so you can be happy at work. However, if you're really keen on leaving and starting freelancing, then you can always visit my website, christyting.com. It's like, it's um, K-R-I-S-T-Y-T-I-N-G.com to read my blog posts on freelancing. I write a lot of them. Whether you should leave your job, whether you should stay, how you should manage working from home with kids and all that jazz. Plus, if you go in, you will see a pop-up that asks you to download a full guide of the types of work from home jobs you can do. So just give your name, your email, and then you get access to a video guide from me as well as a full guide of the types of jobs, you know, work from home jobs you can do, plus the top 10 sites you can get hired on as a freelancer working on a remote basis. And just go to christyting.com and you get, you'll be able to get all the details. So, you know, if you're into blogging, you'll be able to get, you know, some of the, you'll be able to know some of the sites that are open to hiring freelancers. And then perhaps you can start doing that as a site hustle before you finally leave your job full time. Right. So I hope this helps. And have a great day, y'all, and stay safe. So if someone is listening today and you're like, look, I love the idea of a virtual event. I would love to create one to enroll people into my group coaching program or my one-on-one coaching. But quite frankly, I just don't think I can do it alone. I have things to do. I have all these things and I don't really know how to navigate the whole virtual event world. No problem. You got me, your biz bestie, Nicole Beatty at Vimpanor Online. You can create an awesome virtual event, a live virtual event with me and my team. Just go to fempreneuronline.com to learn how.